1: My name is Don Stott. I am a father who experienced estrangement from one of my adult children firsthand. Welcome to Beyond the Pain, a place where parents of estranged adult children can find peace and healing. In each episode, I hope to share stories that will help you through some of your darkest hours, to bring this out of the shadows and stop being ashamed, then to build you up and inspire you to love yourselves even more. I want to start by reminding you that I am not a therapist or a doctor. I am just a guy who's been there and wants to help you have a life past our estranged children. If you need mental help coping with this or have thoughts of hurting yourself or someone else, please seek professional help.
2: kind of bad feeling on my part that it was so difficult to to be able to come and see the kid and you yeah. know spend time with them and stuff like that and i just i really i mean i have to take responsibility i lost my cool and i said things i shouldn't have said and i everything i said was honest right it wasn't said in a in a very good setting or in a very good way you know?
1: yeah and well you know it's like we're human first of all <laughs> Yeah, right. uh, just because yes, we're the parents that doesn't mean sure. we're perfect. <laughs> right. Um and you owned it. So I mean, I don't know what else you yeah, know. It,
2: I mean, if I could if I look at my feelings about it, it's like yeah. I have to own the responsibility like I was too easy on those kids. I I like the way I was raised, I like went way far the other way. So right. I was like enabling them. And I, I didn't make them perform and I didn't make them do things. And so they knew that they, they didn't respect me basically is what happened. I mean, um, and I worked hard and I provided and, you know, but I, I just did a, did a poor job in that area. So I have to look at that, you know, like I'm responsible for not following through with things and, and me and my wife were not on the same, you know, page. And I've, I've, I'm getting, i getting better and better and better at, you know, holding them accountable, right. which they don't like. So that, that, you know, they're peeved about me holding them accountable. Um, they don't want to be held accountable, you know, and that but I set sense. it up that way that they weren't accountable, but now they are, you know, now yeah. they're adults and they're accountable.
1: So I have to well, take responsibility and, for that piece of it. Yeah. Well, I think some with it, and I hate to be such a blanket statement, but some with their generation is just that way, you know. I mean, to yeah. an ex- I mean, there's always exceptions, but I think overall, a lot of them do feel that way. They just yeah I, uh, don't don't want to be held to the fire about things.
2: I kind of you know? get the vibe. It's like if you can't do anything for me, then I got no use for you.
1: Yeah, which you know, is so unfortunate.
2: Like, I think he. I mean, I know he loves me. There's some, you know down yeah. there but he's just just not that important you know like i like my relationship with my father i mean there were there were some pretty brutal things but i never like I, that didn't come into my world that i was going to disown him it just right. you know, had a, i had a lot of respect for him but he held me accountable all the time every yeah. day you know which in hindsight was and then you know growing up you're thinking man he was such a such a hard ass and i have all these problems because he was such a hard ass yeah so i'm not going to do that to my kids i'm not going to be such a hard <laughs> ass, you know and then it's like
1: i don't know what are you going to do you know it's like darned if you do and darned if you don't sometimes yeah. you know so like you said you went the total opposite yeah to the opposite end and it still caused issues so sure you know. but like I was telling Michelle and I've told a bunch of other people, you know, um, my wife used to, my wife and I used to joke with our youngest daughter who is 21. she'll be 22 in September um, that we had, a it, everything that we did was in the parents' handbook. Well, obviously that was not true, you no. know? <laughs> so there's no handbook, there's right. no rules or, you know, I, I just feel like though, if, you know, I, I, I told Michelle, I told, tell other people that if you are doing it, out of if you're doing what you're doing out of coming from a good place you know wanting the best for them doing it out of love for them then that's all you can do i mean you're not gonna do it perfectly but um at least you're you're not you know there's a few things that obviously there are bad parents out there um I I don't feel like we're among those because, you know, we're not physically, you know, and I know mentally abusive is kind of a gray area sometimes, but, or sexually abusive. I I feel like if you don't do those things, then you're ahead of the game, (laughs) you know, everything else can be talked about or forgot about or whatever, you know. But they don't see it that way.
3: Yeah, the it, world's it a rough appear. place,
2: man. It, it, I mean, you, yeah. You know, the world it's a hard place. You just got to learn to deal, you know?
1: It is. It is. I mean, my mom was a single mom her entire, well, I mean, since I couldn't remember. Um, so she held down two and three jobs, mm-hmm. you know, in the, in the 70s and 80s. So it's like, um, it, it's just not an easy place. So you got to what you got to do so i think even
2: like my little my granddaughter she's 11
1: and i think she has
2: feelings of like her dad abandoned her or dad died Mm -hmm. but she's still mad at him you know it's like the way the mind works like yeah you know he can't help that he's dead (laughs) you know he's like right you know right Uh, but she can still have this why does everyone else have a dad and i don't you know sure that's
1: uh, oh that's gotta be tough i mean mine mine died when i was 17 right so and i i really didn't know him because he left long before that but Mm -hmm. you know still it was like okay now it's done i've never there's no chance now (laughs) so there's um,
2: no reconciliation at this point Yeah.
1: no no so that's that's tough and it makes you I mean, it makes you who you are, but sometimes that's not necessarily the greatest things. Yeah. at least growing up. Sure. You know, you don't feel that way. At least I didn't. Um, so, um, did you experience anything like physical manifestations of the grief or the um, annoyance?
2: <laughs> um physical manifestations with my with my son that died yeah i started i know michelle talked about accidents and injuries yeah Um, i experienced a few really strange occurrences like i hurt myself several times um i did things i did it like when in looking back i did things and i looked and i said that's probably not very safe i shouldn't be doing that and i did it anyway you know it's like right right and i was like yeah that i knew that was going to happen yeah Uh, But it was kind of, I mean, it was sort of unconscious, but in hindsight, I was like, oh yeah. When uh, my granddaughter, we were super close to her after my son had died and we, she went, her mother took her to Turkey. So she was gone out. out, Oh my goodness. Thousands of miles away. And I, there was a branch stuck in the tree and I had my wife hold the ladder and I, and I pulled, I was going to pull this branch out of the tree. And she's like, I don't think you should do that. And I was like, whatever i grabbed that <laughs> well, i pulled a huge branch out of the tree like a 20-foot branch came flying down and hit oh, me in the head wow. I had a duck oh, you know my. Put my hand over my head and it smacked me in the head and and that was one you know one of those things that was like i was just really careless i wouldn't have normally did that i just you know right. I, just, I just was like whatever i don't you just
1: know. didn't care at that point you know
2: but with the with the estrangement um it's been just more emotional like and it's been more more like um vacillating between beating myself up for being a failure and anger at them you know anger at them for being being uh you know not as caring as i'd like them to be and not as willing to reconcile and to work things out and to have a happy right. family. and you know i'm, I'm sure i have a responsibility in where they're at however like i'm i'm always willing and able to to be like, Hey, let's, let's make this right. What do you need from me? I'll,
1: I'll right. You know? Yeah. Uh, that was tough. And, you know, for me, cause it was, it was September when it started that year of yeah. 2016. And so, you know, I knew fast and furious were coming up holidays and I'm right. like, and we always did things on the holidays. And so right. I gave it a couple of weeks and I'm like, okay, we need to get this settled. You know, let's have a conversation. And that's when we were, supposed to have a conversation but then they because my youngest daughter was going to be around she was 16 I'm not sure where I was supposed to put her but cuz she was going to be around they took issue and then they you know it just snowballed and went it's kind of for escalated years yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm yeah. like what am I supposed to do <laughs> so yeah. um but well um, the the uh, the estrangement
2: with my son has definitely escalated between you know his his girlfriend who is the mother of his new baby. Yeah. And, you know, certain things that have been said and, and, you know, pressures and, and things she didn't like. And yeah. it's escalated, 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 escalated. And then my little, my little blow up, just put the nail in it, you know, just, yeah. So, I mean, we could see it come in, try to pull it back and try, you know, we were like, Hey, we, you know, we want to apologize for, right. you know, maybe voicing an opinion that you didn't agree with, and and uh, you know, maybe being too much of a parenting rather than you know letting you make your own decisions. You're an adult; should staying out of your business. And, you know, and as a parent, you're like, hey, look, I've been there. I already did that. That didn't work very well. <laughs> you know, right. I can see the pain coming. Um, let me let me give you a little advice, and we'll uh, look, you can avoid this pain, and you can right. you know, do better than I did. Um, but I think they take that as meddling in their life and, you know, mind your own business and what do you know, look what you did. You weren't a, you know, you weren't a
3: perfect parent,
2: you know, so I'm, uh, I'm definitely open to, to reconciling, um, just working with being, you know, okay with, with it, how it is now, you know, Yeah. that, um, you know, the totally thing is living in the present moment. So all of your anxieties of the past and your fear of the future—well, the past doesn't even really exist. It's just going on in your mind. Right. Anxiety. The, the future is just something you're projecting and you're worrying about things that may never happen. You yeah. know. And if you live like right in the moment, it's a really good, beautiful place to be. And if if you can stay there, you know, if my you mind does stay not there. <laughs> yeah, my mind doesn't want to stay there. My mind wants to be in the yeah. past or or out in the future. So it's definitely a practice, you know, like to, to stop. Yeah. Being, it is. I mean, present. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm glad you guys reminded me because I mean, I've heard, you know, I've I've read part of the book. I'm not a huge yeah. reader. So reading sure. for me is, is I really have to sit down and, you know, focus. It's a good, um, I, I have heard him speak a number of times and <laughs> I'm glad I, yeah. um, reminded of that because yeah staying in the present it's really hard to do really it, it takes do, but yeah i immersed myself like i
2: had i had that book on an ipod so yeah if i was in the gym working out or or i was mowing the lawn you know on the writing mower mowing, i, I was listening to this you know listening to it because right from from my mind's perspective you don't have anything to do with any of that stuff like it, it has its own game it's going to play you know Right. And so I needed to like saturate my consciousness with an alternative to what my mind wants to do. You know, that yeah. subconscious just wants to roll. Man, it's just gonna do. You know, it's just gonna keep on going. You know, so
3: yeah, it I, you know,
2: I really had to immerse my and I still have like if if I slack off mm-hmm. at all, I mean it it just comes right back up. It's like yeah, really have to stay focused on you know where what's going on right now. Why am I off projecting a future that won't, you know, doesn't even exist, may never right. exist?
1: Right. You know, yeah, it's tough. But, but, you know, I, I, I tell people, even with the, you know, just the estrangement, and you know, we're part of, I'm part of a Facebook group, um, the, an admin in a Facebook group about estrangement. And I, I, you know, we tell people all the time, and, you know, and if you're making strides, at least going forward most of the
0: time, <laughs> pedals but if if more
1: often than not you're moving forward then i take that as a win (laughs) that's okay totally totally
2: has a thing he says you know whether you like it or not you are responsible and if you don't think you're responsible you'll know you're responsible because you will have the consequences of what happens you know so you will have the consequences of your negative you know thoughts or your projections or your, you know worrying or, or having anxiety about the past things you've done or you know yeah, you were responsible no matter what, whether you recognize it or not. You definitely have the consequences. So it's a good way to look mm, at. That, it is you
1: know? kind of bring yeah. you back to bring you back to center a little bit, and uh right. You know, uh, I mean, I was
2: look. Yeah, if you look at a small small child, they haven't they haven't built all that yet. The lightning's getting, the thunder's getting pretty intense like, Oh, you
1: know, I thought you figured that's kid, what that was. I mean, <laughs>
2: yeah, if you look at a kid, I mean, they could. They could walk through their new, the room naked, you know, singing a song, um, <laughs> babbling about something, you know, like they don't care about anything that you got going on. Right. They're nope. in the moment. They are just digging life, you know, and we, at some point we just lose that, you know, like.
1: Just, we do that, so, that innocence. I mean, that, that's how I'm coping with that. Not caring. You
3: know? Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: <laughs> but, but I just, you know, it's just like it's so classic and a kid's not at the point of he's not at the the age of reason either so he's not like contemplating things you know so it's maybe not the greatest analogy however if you're living in the moment i mean there's a lot of joy there you know it's just it's a good place yeah
1: no no there sure is there sure is if (laughs) if your son or daughter happened to be listening at this moment would there be i mean i know we've touched on it some but Uh, Would there be anything you'd want to say to them?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously I would tell them, you know, that I love them a lot. I love them more than they can imagine. Like the ones that have kids have a little bit of an inkling of how much I love them, you know. Um, I I want what's best for them. I want to be in a place where they can have me in their life, you know, I'm willing to work with that. Um, And then there's some, you know, but I'm not willing to compromise myself to a point of, you know, where, um, that I have to compromise how I wanna be in order to be in their life too. Right. And I I need some give from them also.
1: Yeah, it has to be. I mean, you know, yes, you could be just how they want you to be, but then you're going to be miserable, right? You know, and it's going to yeah. come out, you know, yeah. just, I mean, just like you said, those feelings earlier you stuff them down, they're eventually going to come out, so and it'll going to yeah. come out in a bad way. So, right. has there been anything, any positives that has come out of the estrangements for you, for you guys, or for you personally? Um.
2: I don't know, like positive. Um, in some ways, I'm a little stronger, maybe. Yeah. I have, I've, uh, maybe a little more mentally tough, you know. Uh, every, you know, it's like every, every hardship creates more coping. You know yeah as i go through one hardship after another then i become stronger and i'm better able to deal with it without letting it crush me you know well that's um, good so i mean like it like i know michelle touched on this like the estrangement is difficult but losing the losing the, the son yeah
1: doesn't beyond, compare, i'm sure on
2: difficult it was yeah it was it was uh it was surreal. I mean, I, I was talking to a guy one time and uh, we were talking about losing our sons and, and his son had been dead for like 18 years, you know. Wow. And you could see that, I mean, when he talked about it, you could see the pain, you know, like it sure. was fresh still. I'm sure. So it was, it's like a, it's just like a wound that's that's, you know, it's just like the ultimate in loss. It's just the ultimate loss as far from my life. I mean, I, I mean, some people lose all of their kids in one shot in a car accident or something. I mean, I can't imagine how I can't even, um, it's just like, it's like the abyss, you know, you just go, you, you look in and you're like, Ooh, that's, that's dark in there. And then you just gotta, you know, let's, let's not go there right You know.
1: Yeah, but I it, know, and
2: so after that the experience, this hurts. Right, doesn't compare. You know, it doesn't even compare.
1: I know Michelle said uh, she, you know, it took her. I think she said three years to just be able to come out of it, right? You know, just to be able to function again. So, um, so I can't imagine. We, so
2: we we had a weird, um, you know, she she talked about like, like she was a, she would fill her balloon with grief. Right. And then and she would explode. And she would pop, right. and she would fall on the floor and just in a heap and just cry right. for a couple of minutes, you know, and then she'd get up and dust herself off and go along, you know? Well, for me, I just filled my balloon up and then I carried it with me. And when it got too full, I let a little bit out and then I tied it back up again. And then right. When it got too full. I let it out again. So I compartmentalized it. I just, you know, I just kind of kept it in a place. Yeah. And I mean, we had to deal with. We had other kids. We had jobs. We had life. We had to deal with. You know. Right. Um. And then I had a cathartic episode, two and a half, three years in. I mowed the lawn and had a couple of beers. Was watching the sunset, and just lost it. Yeah. And then it was like. It was like I popped a balloon at that point, and it, and it lasted for two, three hours, maybe.
1: Yeah.
2: Of uh, just you know, alternating between just real sullen and then releasing, you know, like crying and releasing, and and for me, crying as a man, like my dad was a marine, you don't cry, man. You right. you are a hard dude. You do not show any emotion. Um. And so, but it 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 was freeing. It was like a release, and it, it and there was a shift from from that day, from those three hours, to the next day. I had released a ton of pain, and I don't carry that with me anymore.
0: Well,
2: not in good. the way that I did. You know? Yeah, yeah so I mean,
1: I'm, you're always going to carry something with it. I'm sure, you know, but yeah. it's not that like you not was, that balloon like you're talking about. It, so.
2: it, it got a lot lighter. It was a lot lighter. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, well, that's good. And it it was something you know something i had to do you know i just kept saying i'm sorry you know
1: yeah of course you know i mean regardless of the circumstances of how it happened as a parent right you feel like i would imagine Uh, you have all kinds of feelings about it
2: (laughs) i'm sure with the estrangement they're similar it's like well if i had done this differently right would this have turned out if i hadn't done this would he have done that would he have been you know you know it's like uh, the the time that i was was mean to him you know i was unreasonable you know and then now he's dead and i can't apologize you know even though i was in a really good place with my son which i had done that i had done that work and i had gone to him and really was in a solid place with him and had deep conversations about forgiveness and you know, and sorry that I treated you this way and I'm sorry that I did this and that I wasn't around. and You know, so we were in a good place. Didn't make it that much easier, but, you know, I wasn't like I had not said my peace with him and made amends with him, you know?
1: Well, I mean, I... I, I, Yeah. You can never know what kind of a difference that would have made had you not been able to do that, but I I have to imagine that it would have been more difficult to deal with
2: i mean it's really like it's such a final thing it's it's all going on in your own mind i mean you're you're talking to him is he hearing you i don't know you know it's it's such a mind game it's going on there you know um but no i i mean if i could say anything to my kids right now i would just be like hey i just want to be a, a happy family and get yeah. along with everybody and if if you got problems with me just let me know and I'll yeah. do what, what's in reason that I will do to to adjust my behavior so that you can have a relationship with me. Yeah.
1: Right. I think most people would be you know if the kids would be willing to do just that just that much and meet mm-hmm. part way, I think it would be yeah i mean yeah you're gonna have issues every every family every parents and kids and whatever have issues but it doesn't have to be like this but they have to come to it in their yeah. own time unfortunately so um, yeah i
2: still have i still have hope that it will work out
1: you know? yeah well you know and i i like mine technically was a couple years two and a half years i've seen people a lot longer i've seen people a lot less so again it just just depends and you know like michelle was saying too yesterday with or the other day that with the other tragedy you had that he was kind of the 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 middle person for for you guys and them so um so they lost that too and Uh, unfortunately but hopefully they'll come around No,
2: and i i think with the kids too that you know there's there's our loss but there's also their loss you know of losing their brother like my right my son's loss of losing his brother you know that is older than him that they shared a room their whole lives and Mm. you know my you know all of them lost a, a big loss for them i mean yeah. As you get older and lose your parents and things go naturally. I mean, it's hard for people to lose my, like, like my dad died and it, it was hard. Sure. And I, I thought about it a lot and, but it wasn't the same. I mean, like when someone young dies, like, you know, when your brother dies, when he's 22, you know, it's just, it's just not what you expected, you know? Yeah. So they have a huge, a huge loss, you know? So they they're do. dealing with that too. And, and, you know, and we tried to get him into counseling and therapy and, and they they weren't having it. They're like, I'm not having it. <laughs> I'm not doing yeah. it. Like, leave me alone, you know. And like, were we too checked out because we were so in our grief, and they were teenagers, you know. And, right. You know, one the one guy, was, my daughter was 16, and the other was 18, and you know, one was 20. So they weren't really prepared to cope with that well. I mean, they had no. You know?
1: Those are tough ages and, uh, to be living through. Yeah. So.
2: Right. And you're dealing with your own grief and are you giving them what they need? It's like probably not, you know.
1: Probably not, but cuz
2: you're going through the worst time of your life, you know. Yeah. So it's just yeah, what are you going to do, you know?
1: Hopefully they never have to experience either the the tr- bad tragic loss yeah. of a child or or estrangement, but hopefully yeah. Like you said the ones that have kids, maybe they'll maybe it'll click at some point and right. realize they need to at least have a relationship with with you guys, to you know, just because. So, sure. Um, well, I I really appreciate your time today, Paul. I know it was a little challenged with technology, but it always sure. always seems to be sometimes. But uh,
2: well, I right. appreciate you, Don. It's uh, it's interesting to like. I don't talk to a lot of people about. Anything. I talk to one of my brothers and stuff. Yeah. For the most part, I'm pretty much. Uh, keep
1: it to myself, you know? So. Yeah. I've, I've been that way. Well, in my younger years, I was definitely that way. Um, sure. as I've gotten a little older, I've gotten a little freer, but, uh, yeah, it's yeah. definitely, mm-hmm. uh, something. So again, I'd like to thank Paul for being on the show today. I appreciate you being here and I hope you all were able to glean some, useful tips and information from Paul. It's it's always good to hear from a dad. There's not too many of us out there, or at least not too many of us that want to share our story. So, so thank you. Now, if you guys have any questions for me, if you'd like to hear any particular topics, um, feel free to give me an email at beyondthepainpodcast at gmail.com. Also, I appreciate it if you would subscribe to the YouTube channel as well leave me any comments I would appreciate it so I will see you soon please try to remember to live beyond the pain